Hi, welcome to Peculiar Findings. All right, so today I'll be talking about everything you know, everything you need to know, all the basic things you need to know about skincare. If you're completely new and you have no knowledge whatsoever, then this is for you. But first, um, I'll give you a little life update. So I'm reading a book called Homebody, and I actually got the French version so I could help my French since I'm actually really bad at French, so I'm trying to improve it. It's actually like, I thought it was going to be a really, a really like chill read, but it's actually kind of depressing, but it's also really nice. It's basically poetry and there's not that many words per page, like a few sentences per page. Also, summer is almost over, so I've been watching lots of videos on how to prepare for back to school, and it is a little bit stressing me out, but since it's not so near, I think I'll probably have an existential crisis the day before school. I feel like summer passed really quickly, but I guess that happens every year. I don't really quite remember anything that I did. It's like the days blending together. Um, what I did for the summer was mostly watching YouTube, reading, and that um, that's basically what I did. Um, yeah. Alright, so that's all and let's get into our topic so i really really do love skincare and it is it also it is also kind of self-care and the one thing that you really need to know is that products can only do so much the mm. real way to improve your skin is by your lifestyle choices. By that, I mean exercising, controlling your stress, being healthy, and eating healthy. So those are what is really going to benefit your skin the most. And then after that, it's the products. So I'd say if you want healthy skin, it's 50% 50% your lifestyle, and then 50% products or other things. So let's begin with skin type. Skin type is basically how much oil your skin produces, except um, one of the skin types, which I'll get into later. So the skin type that I have is oily, which means your skin produces more oil than average so if you touch it then it's gonna feel a bit greasy oh yeah so i haven't talked about how to find your skin type so how do you find your skin type well um there's quite a few ways but i think the best way is just by rinsing your face with water once you're once you're out of bed in the morning you rinse your face with water and then and then you just don't don't touch it like don't use any products and just leave it alone after 30 minutes 
go back to the mirror and you can use blotting paper or you can just use your fingers. If it's dry, then you can feel that it's dry. And if it's oily, that means it's going to be really greasy. And if it's combo, that means some parts of your face will be really oily and some parts of your face will be dry. If it feels not too oily and not too dry, then you have normal skin. And if your skin turns red really easily, like when you touch it, it's sensitive, but I can't really exactly say that because sensitive skin has really different meanings to different people. So some people might say sensitive skin is like when you touch your skin and it might be red, and some people might say that it turns red or irritated when you use fragrance. So sensitive skin really is really hard to define, but to me, it's just if your skin is easily irritated. But there is like lots of definitions, so can't say one definition for sure. So oily skin basically means oily, dry means it's dry, normal means it's normal, and combo means it's both um, oily and dry, and then sensitive. I can't really give a definition for that, but like easily irritated. So once you find found your skin type, then that's great. Now you can start looking for the products in your skincare routine. So first, is a cleanser and that is what you use to remove free radicals and dirt dust and the grime that's on your skin during the day so you can find lots of cleansers and of course every other product but you can choose one cleanser and stick with that and also every product that I'm going to mention for like a few months. And if it doesn't work out, then you can use another product. So to find a good cleanser, okay, I'll do a cleanser for each skin type. So if you're oily, then you would need to, I think you would need to cleanse twice a day, once in the morning, once at night. And the type of cleanser that you could use could be, I'd say foam for me, if you're really oily like me. Um, I use a foam cleanser twice a day, but if you're not that oily or your skin's also sensitive, then you can use cream cleanser or gel cleanser. Um, yeah, also a, a cleanser that you probably don't want to use is scrubs. And the reason for that is that they're really, really irritating, especially like, you know, the St. Ives one, which like the infamous St. Ives apricot scrub, because the, the scrub thingies are like different sizes and can really like scratch your skin and make it irritated, which you don't want. So try to avoid scrubs, but I'd say if you, if you like the feeling, it's not the worst thing in the world. Like, if you use a really gentle rice scrub, then that could be also, that could actually be de beneficial. So, <clears throat> so, if you have oily skin, cleanse twice a day. And make sure that you're not 
over cleansing. So it is possible for you to over cleanse, which basically means you're stripping your skin so much of oil that that it produces even more oil to compensate for that. And then you just keep getting oilier. So make sure not to do that. Now for dry skin, you dry skin people can probably get away with cleansing once a day at night, not in the morning. And I, I'd say stay away from foam cleansers because usually those can leave your skin really, really dry. So you guys could look for cream cleansers or gel cleansers. For combo, you can, I'd say you can use any type of cleanser since um, they're really, or, or you don't, okay, or if you want, you could use two different cleansers, but I wouldn't recommend that. So for combo, you can use any, and for a sensitive, you can easily, sorry, I can't talk, but if you're sensitive, then I'd say go with a cleanser that's creamy or gel. So some brands that have nice cleansers are CeraVe and Vanny Cream, and they've worked well for me, except I haven't tried the Vanny Cream one, so only the CeraVe one, but I've heard that the Vanny Cream one was also good. Um, I've also tried the La Roche-Posay cleanser, which can be a little stripping, but I have really oily skin, so it's fine for me. Um, so, I haven't covered on how to use a cleanser. It's quite simple. So first, you wash your hands. Definitely wash your hands. That can make a huge difference. After that, you splash your face with water. And then you squeeze out a blueberry size of cleanser and rub it against your hands. I do it clockwise, but you can do it anyway. And then you... Um, rub it on your face with circular motions and I'd say avoid the eyes in case there's any like really stripping ingredients um yeah that's how to use a cleanser that's how to use a a normal cleanser I'd say but if you do double cleansing which is basically when you use an oil-based cleanser first to take off your makeup and then you use a water-based cleanser, which um, lots of people recommend doing that because that can give you a deeper cleanse. And there is evidence that using an oil-based cleanser can give you more hydration. So um, if you're looking for an oil-based cleanser, um, you'll know it when it says cleansing balm or cleansing oil and there's a different way to use that. So how you want to use it is have your face dry first, then rinse your rinse your hands. Not rinsing your hands, wash your hands. And then pump out one pump of oil cleanser and then rub it on your face while it's still dry. After that, you can continue you can rinse your hands, not your face, and then when your hands are wet, then you can rinse then you can rub your face and cleanse it gently. And then after that, wash it off and use a water-based cleanser. 
I'd suggest this way for anyone who likes to wear makeup. Um, I don't think if you wear lots of makeup, one water-based cleanser is certainly not going to take all the makeup off. And there are definitely other types of cleansers that you can use like micellar water or special cleansers just for the eyes. Um, I'd suggest you use cleansing balm to use a cleansing balm and then a water-based cleanser. And I'm not sure if that made any sense, but I hope it did. Um, now for a quick break, I'd like to talk about exfoliants. So exfoliating your skin means taking off the surface dead layer of your skin so that your skin becomes softer and more even. Um, yeah, that's, that's basically what it is. Taking the dead skin on the surface of your skin off and leaving your skin feeling better. All right, so exfoliating ingredients are lactic acid, mandelic acid, glycolic acid. Those are alpha hydroxy acids, which is one group of exfoliants. The next is BHA, which is salicylic acid, not willowbark extract. So it's, it's salicylic acid, that's what it is. Um, so exfoliating is actually recommended, but I have to say it's not necessary. So don't feel pressured to use one. You really don't have to. All right, so the benefits of exfoliating using AHAs, which are glycolic acid, lactic acid, mandelic acid, or anything else. Um, like, I can't say anything else, but if you ever see something like something acid that's not salicylic acid, it's probably going to be an AHA. So these are um, exfoliating ingredients. Glycolic acid is very useful for um, we're getting deep into the skin because it's, um, I forgot if it's water soluble or oil soluble. I think it's water soluble, which means it can go really, really deep into your skin and like have a clean slate of, of skin without any dead skin cells. Not without, but with less. So that's what it is. You can find it in cleansers, moisturizers, and it's mostly found in cleansers and toners, I'd say. So if you want to use an exfoliating ingredient in your cleanser, find a cleanser that has the ingredient. And what you want to do is choose to use it at night or in the morning. I choose to use it in the morning um, because then you can use you know, like retinoids at night, which we will get into later. So now I think we can, oh, before that, I just need to say, um, it's best if you use it starting at once a week. If, if you are going to use exfoliants, use it once a week. And then after that, you can switch to using it twice a week and then three times a week. And I think that's, that's, good enough so very very important but look um 
look at the percentage of the the exfoliant that you're using. So for example, if you're using 2%, then I'd say for my skin, it's safe to use it daily. But if it's any higher than that, I would use it probably once a week. Because like, again, exfoliating is not necessary. So I wouldn't do it too much because that can really strip your skin barrier. Now we can get on to moist moisturizer, which is a second step of your skincare routine. Moisturizer is what helps your skin not lose water, so it could be hydrated. Um, they usually have occlusives and um, emulsifiers, I think that's what they're called, but it basically does two things. So it makes your skin smooth and it also hydrates your skin. So to find a good moisturizer, just find any moisturizer with glycerin and like I think that's that's already pretty good because glycerin is actually a really popular ingredient and it's really really useful in moisturizers so um after you cleanse your face you can pat it dry with your hands or a towel if you're using a towel make sure to switch a different one every day and that might be surprising to you but Towels really collect bacteria and it's not not preferable to use the same one and make sure that you wash it after a week of using it. Um, the moisturizer that I use is Aveeno body lotion. So if something says body lotion, it does not mean that you can't use it on your face. You can try use, I'd say you try to use it on your face and if it doesn't work, then you can just get a separate moisturizer because moisturizers, in my opinion, are packed in way too small bottles or jars. And I can, I can like literally use, finish a moisturizer in less than a month. And to save money, I could just, you can just use your body lotion. So I'd suggest a Vino one, that one's good. And yeah, now for another break after we talk about our third most important product is alcohols. So you may have heard that alcohols are really bad for your skin and they strip your skin and make it dry and just irritate your skin. And to a certain extent, that is true, but you have to understand there are two types of alcohols and you have to understand why companies put it there in the first place. So the first type of alcohols is like the um, super duper drying one and it starts with a D, but I forgot what it was called. Um, if it starts with a D, wait, let me search it up. Actually, I'm not going to search it up because I'm too lazy to, but if it starts with a D, it's probably that alcohol thing. So that type of alcohol is mostly used to help make other ingredients penetrate better. So if you see it as a second ingredient or third ingredient, then that means that it's likely there for other ingredients to penetrate deeper into your skin, which is a good thing. Um, when it gets bad is when, is when it starts to really dry out your skin. So companies will put that dying alcohol in there, but they will also put really hydrating ingredients to um, 
to balance it out. So yeah, companies are not like really dumb. So try to trust them a little bit. Now the second type is basically settle alcohol and a bunch of other alcohols that I cannot pronounce. Those are called fatty alcohols, which basically mean that they're they're there to hydrate your skin. Um, these are good alcohols, so it's a good thing if they're in your skincare product. Now to our last most important product is sunscreen. Okay, so I used to not put sunscreen every day, and I still don't, even though you're supposed to. Um, okay, so I can go on a on and on about sunscreen for a long time, but I'll just say the basics. So the sun has UV rays, UVA, UVB, and UVC, but UVC doesn't go, doesn't go onto the earth, so that's fine. UVA and UVB. UVA is really, really damaging. That can cause lots of havoc and make sure that your collagen is destroyed and UVB can give you burn, so that's what happens when you're burning. And you might say you need vitamin D, and honestly, that's true. You need the sun for vitamin D, but vitamin D only comes from UVB, so that's kind of like going into the sun just to get wrinkles and damage, just to get a little bit of vitamin D. There is vitamin D in lots of foods and there are other ways to get vitamin d other than going into the sun now um yeah sunscreen is not exactly the most pleasant thing to put on your skin so one reason that you say that is it has white casts which i completely agree with that is very very annoying so what you want to do is find a sunscreen that has ingredients like octanoxate, um, avobenzone, anyways, make sure it does not have zinc oxide and titanium dioxide. Okay, so zinc, okay, zinc oxide and titanium dioxide are very, very effective, UVA and UVB, especially zinc oxide, but those ingredients have extremely white casty effects. So, um, if you see that those ingredients in your sunscreen, 99% it will have a white cast. Now, the other ingredients are avobenzone and those kind of stuff. So those are called chemical sunscreens, even though everything's a chemical. So um, you'll see oxybenzone, avobenzone, octanoxate. Those are the ones that I can name off the top of my head. These are the ones that will probably not have white cast because those ingredients are not exactly white. So there are pros and cons to both. Um, there has been some studies, though I'm not sure if they are really, like, you know, that true, that show that sunscreen can damage coral reefs. And yeah, that sounds really scary, but if you look at the study, it's probably, not probably, but one of the studies was like, putting lots of sunscreen around coral reefs, but in reality, 
that's not really how how it works so yeah um it's still there's still worse things that you can do to the planet than using a chemical sunscreen i'd say use a chemical sunscreen if you are not sensitive because that can lots of chemical sunscreen can burn around your eyes especially the neutrogena spf 100 ones um but i'd say it's a good choice if you hate white casts like me now for zinc oxide and titanium dioxide sunscreens those sunscreens are really good if you have sensitive skin because they're not that irritating some people say it can be drying but i'd say it's fine i'd say it's fine for my only skin so that's good um there are lots of different sunscreens in the market that you can buy that are that you can try out like there are so many different types of sunscreen and so many textures that i'm sure you can find one that you're okay with um they're actually quite pricey so honestly i wouldn't blame you if you didn't wear sunscreen because they are actually really expensive um still though if you don't want to use a moisturizer then you can just buy sunscreen and use that because sunscreen is extremely extremely important for protecting your skin from the sun if you're outdoors reapply every two hours if you're indoors reapply once and that might seem a bit of an overkill and sometimes it can be but clouds only block out a little bit and then after windows only block out uvb so if if you don't want to have wrinkles that early everyone's going to have wrinkles and that's totally fine but if you just don't like it and you don't want your collagen to be destroyed and you want to have healthy skin, just wear sunscreen every day, okay? Um, make sure you're make sure you're applying enough. Don't just like do a little bit because to get the SPF on the bottle, you need a lot. Now, here's one one type of sunscreen that I, in my opinion, is the best sunscreen. It is sunscreens that are tinted. So this is just really good because usually makeup would be um, would sit really well on top of that. And also you you probably wouldn't need makeup because tinted sunscreen can actually hide some redness. Um, I'd say use that if you don't want a white cast but you still want to use a mineral sunscreen. Alright, so now I'm going to talk about acne. Acne is um, basically when bacteria huddles around in your skin and creates inflammation. So that can show up as blackheads, whiteheads, um, and cystic acne, and other types of acne, but those are the main ones. So blackheads usually are around your nose. I have blackheads. Um, to get rid of them, wear sunscreen, try to use salicylic acid, and don't use a pore strip because um, that can actually make it worse. Even though it's satisfying, try not to use those. Use salicylic acid. By that, I mean salicylic acid cleanser or moisturizer. What you want to do, use a salicylic acid cleanser once a week and then up to every day. 
um, put it on your skin for five minutes and then after rinse it off and do that. Honestly, it actually hasn't worked for me, but that's actually the right way to get it out. Or you can use a BHA toner. Paula's Choice has a really, really famous one. So how do you how to use that? Once you're done cleansing your skin, you just want to apply some of that into your palm and then dab it, pat it across your face, especially on your blackhead parts. Don't put it near your mouth or near your eyes. And yeah, if you have blackheads, then that's what you want to do. If you have whiteheads, then you can also use salicylic acid. So salicylic acid is like a really, really like good ingredient because it has so many good properties. It's anti-inflammatory. It helps reduce oiliness and it exfoliates your skin. So if you're having acne, I'd suggest just try using that first. Um, if you have whiteheads, you can also try um, eating less sugar and processed foods, but I'd say do that even if you don't have it, just to prevent yourself from getting it. And I'm really sorry to the people who have cystic acne, but it's, I know it's like really, really painful, but if it's sticking, even if you used salicylic acid, benzyl peroxide, every ingredient you can think about, I think it's time to go to a dermatologist because cystic acne, acne very, very deep inside your skin, you probably need to go see a dermatologist to see what they can do. So yeah, but mainly if you have ac acne, try using salicylic acid, try using, perhaps you could try using other types of acids like glycolic acid, try doing a peel like the ordinary has one. But for the ordinary, the AHA peel with BHA, make sure that you use it once a month and up, up maximum once a week because that is really, really, really potent. Make sure you read the instructions before you use that one. It's extremely, extremely, extremely going to exfoliate your skin. So that could be very effective. And... You can also try using spot treatments with salicylic acid. Um, that is basically what you can do if you have acne. If that doesn't work, go on YouTube and search up how to get rid of acne and then click on videos by, I'd suggest Dr. Dre or Cassandra Bankson because though they are professionals, um, but also remember that um, your skin is going to be different from everyone else's. So if nothing works, go to a dermatologist. It's extremely expensive. But yeah, another option is to embrace your acne, which is probably never heard of, heard of before because people usually hate acne. But I'm going to sound really crazy when I say this, but I think I kind of like my acne. And that is really, really, really controversial and weird, maybe, but I think it looks fine on me. So if you don't want to get rid of it, then you don't have to. So yeah, also make sure you're not stressed out because that's when I get acne the most. Now, 
let's talk about fragrance because this has really, really been a topic for 2020. So, fragrance is any artificial fragrance or natural fragrance. Those are all fragrances. Essential oils are fragrance, too, like limonene. Um, for some reason, that's the only fragrance that I can think about right now. Limonene, fragrance, um, a bunch of oils that are fragrance. You can search them up and then you'll see that what fragrance ingredients look like. So, fragrance is fine, but some people, it can really irritate your skin. So, you don't need to avoid fragrance. It's just that um, there's a chance of you getting contact dermatitis or just um, getting irritated by fragrance. But don't be scared of it. Um, I use I used to use a cleanser of fragrance and it was fine. It didn't it actually like was really nice to use because it smelled good. If it smells really, really strong and you don't like it, then of course you can use a fragrance free one. Just don't be scared of fragrance because it's not it's not really the devil. Just be aware that you can become irritated to it anytime. Anyways, now let's talk about some ingredients. Alright, so first ingredient I want to talk about is niacinamide. That is basically a little bit like salicylic acid for me. Except it doesn't exfoliate your skin. It brightens up your skin, reduces oil, and provides antioxidant benefits. So, yeah. It's actually been really popular these days, so almost every ingredient, almost every product will have that ingredient. Um, some, one problem with this ingredient is that companies tend to, tend to sell niacinamide serums, which is really unnecessary, that are like 10% or 20% and 100% from the ordinary, which is extremely not necessary. Please, um, the studies that were done on this were 2% to 5%. Look for a moisturizer, um, a cleanser, and yeah, look for a cleanser or moisturizer that has niacinamide, and that is good enough. Preferably a moisturizer, because cleanser is just going to get rinsed off. And next ingredient is hyaluronic acid. You may have heard of it, that it helps your skin so much by making sure it's hydrated, but um, but the way it works is by pulling water from the air into your skin. And somehow, sometimes that can be really drying. So, well, to me, I've only used hyaluronic acid in a cleanser and it's been fine. But if you find it drying, then maybe you're not in the right climate to use it. Don't buy a hyaluronic acid serum because that can actually basically get water out of your skin, make your skin extremely dry. So yeah, um, it's fine in a moisturizer or cleanser. So this is going to be part one because I've actually got to do something now. So I'll see you in part two.